Hey, welcome back to the Coffee with Creators podcast. My name is Rob Alasabas. I'm really glad that you are here. Glad that you found this podcast. Glad that you came back. Um, if you've been listening here already, really glad to, to, to have you here and join us in the community. Um, my name is Rob Alasabas. I'm the host of this podcast. This podcast is all about the creator economy. We get to talk to creators, influencers, people in you know different brands, talent agencies and talent managers, really the people that make things happen in the creator economy. Um, my day job is with a company called Uscreen.tv where I'm the head of partnerships and community. And so I live and breathe uh, creator partnerships all day, every day. Um, I get to travel to a lot of different conferences and see a lot of different folks in this industry in person and uh, feel, you know, that I have a pretty good grasp of what's happening, what's latest, what's the latest in this industry. And so in this podcast, on this YouTube channel, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, my goal, my mission is really just to share the mic with as many creators, uh, thought leaders in this space as possible and to share that message to other with other creators so that they can also build a revenue stream or multiple revenue streams around their content and really build a business that is sustainable um, that they can you know really support themselves of course support their families but also live a life that is balanced that you know that you can enjoy uh, while you're building it and enjoying and, and sort of you know not just always working and, and being in the you know rat race and hamster wheel of uh, this economy this business um, you know this industry that we're in and so you know I invite you to join us be part of the community simply by listening and sharing um, this podcast with other folks commenting whether it's on the YouTube channel YouTube video version of this podcast or connecting with me on LinkedIn or Instagram um, and also we're going to be launching a private membership where we can actually collectively uh, you know connect with each other and discuss different topics and help each other out and also have you know members only live streams and, and things like that um, and so that's going to be coming down uh, pretty soon so make sure that you reach out to me or go to the link in this um, the link in the description or show notes of this episode and you will find a free guide that you can download on how to launch a membership and that will actually get you on our mailing list so that you can get all the latest updates of when we launch our membership all right so uh there you have it before we jump into today's episode i'm really excited for you guys to meet my guest um but before we do that we got to do some housekeeping we got to go you know and, and show love to the folks that support us and that is StreamYard. StreamYard.com, head over there. I love StreamYard. They're the best live streaming platform tool that is out there today. Um, and not, ju not just because they sponsor this video, that's not at all. I, um, I don't allow or take sponsorships on this channel, on this podcast, uh, with any tools that I don't use myself. Okay, so anything that I talk about, you can trust that I use it, that I've vetted it, that I've tested it, and I know the people um, behind the brand. That's really important for me, okay? And so I love StreamYard. I've met Franz, Joanne, uh, Julie, all the folks, Dan Engage, the founders. I've been using StreamYard for probably over five years now, and I just love the platform. It's my go-to platform when I'm live streaming or creating content, to be, to be completely honest with you. And so uh, you don't have to download anything when you're using StreamYard. It's all based on, uh, it's all browser-based. 
um, and so it's really easy. You can use it anywhere you have a browser and internet. <laughs> and uh, even on your phone, you can actually use this on mobile as well and live stream there. You can live stream to multiple channels at the same time, um, which is great. You get your message out to as many people as possible um, on YouTube, on LinkedIn Live, on Facebook Live, um, all the channels. Um, and so it's really, really easy. It makes you look really professional with banners and overlays, um, it's just the best. So um, make sure you go check out StreamYard, head over to the link in the description or in the show notes, and you can get started with a free trial of StreamYard. All right, so um, that is StreamYard. Thank you, StreamYard, for supporting this episode. Um, now, I wanna introduce you really quickly before I uh, we go to the, to the interview to our guest. Uh, his name, I'm pretty sure I got his first name right here with this Jan, okay, Jan. Uh, Jan van der Aa, okay? He is uh, based in Belgium, bright guy. Um, if you guys are in the course uh, game or memberships, this is the guy you wanna meet, all right? He is the founder of Creator Empires, okay? And Creator Empires is basically an agency that helps creators build courses and memberships, all right? He works with some of the biggest creators in the world, Emmy Wong, Marina Mogilko, you know, Ali Abdal, um, they're on his speed dial. <laughs> they're, they're WhatsApp friends, right? They're WhatsApp friends, all right? And so there is Jan and his, uh, also his co-founder, Ali. Um, they've got a podcast as well, which I was actually on not too long ago. Um, there it is, actually. There is the episode right there. And uh, we talked all about partnerships and courses and memberships. Um, and so um, he was able to return the favor and join me on my podcast here. And so I really hope that you enjoy this conversation. Um, it's packed with a lot of value, um, just a lot of wisdom and knowledge and experience that he shared with helping creators build um, sustainable businesses through memberships and courses. And so um, I'm going to throw us over there into the conversation. And uh, before I do, I just invite you to please share this with another creator and also leave a review either on Spotify or Apple. That really goes a long way into getting this episode and also this podcast to more creators just like you. All right. See you in the episode here. See you in the conversation. Hey, Jan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for uh, taking some time, man. I know you just got back from a pretty big trip <laughs> in uh, Israel. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so my name is Jan. I run Creator Empires, and we essentially yes. help YouTubers in the education space build an education business, right? So it can be in the form of a course business. It can be a membership. And um, yeah, as you said, just came back yesterday from Israel, went to... Uh, Went to NAS Summit in, um, well, in, in Tel Aviv. Um, yep. I created a summit, right? I know that in the US, you guys have lots of events related to tech, marketing, the creative yeah. economy. But here in Europe, we uh, we don't have so much. So, yeah, whenever there's an event in, um, in Europe or in the Middle East, I try to uh, I try to be there as well. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, so this is... Tel Aviv, I'm showing some pictures. If you guys are, you know, watching this on the video version of the podcast, some some photos here from Jan's Instagram. Uh, Tel Aviv looks nice, man. Weather looks good, and then and then you guys had like this private uh, sort of invite to Nas's Nasir's uh, house. 
Yeah, that, that, that yeah, was funny. Nice. That was funny, right? So the organizer of the uh, of the NAS summit is, of course, Mr. Nas Daily himself, Messiah. Yeah. And um, just before I, I was about to, it was just before I I flew I flew to Israel. I received this invitation. Yeah, I was saying like, yeah, on on Tuesday we're going to to visit Nas's house, and you are invited. And I was like, but I'm flying back on Tuesday. Um, so I had, to, <laughs> I had to reschedule my flight and nobody really knew what this was going to be about. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they organized a touring car and we visited Nasser's house up in the north of um, Israel, small town called Araba. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we met his family and uh, some friends and he even gave, gave us a tour for the, the family's house. And, oh, uh, nice. And the barbecue. It was not, not a barbecue, but we had some good Israeli food or Arab food. I don't know what it was. Maybe a mix. Beautiful. Um, yeah, that was really cool that, that they all that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, you know, if you guys are not familiar with Nas, um, he, he's a great guy. Uh, I've spoken to him a couple times, um, you know, during, I want to say last year we were, uh, doing some things and he had this, he, he runs these big events in Dubai. Um, I think, I don't know if you've gone to them. I, I have yeah, not. Yeah, all of them. Oh, you have gone to all yeah. of them. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. They're like at the these like very uh, you know grand uh, resorts um, and um, and and I'm like okay cool this is great what's the what's the you know what's the ticket price and stuff it's like oh no it's free it's all free <laughs> the the U A the U A E is uh, our sponsor so you don't don't need to pay anything just come <laughs> so it's very yeah, interesting yeah they have some they have some really good spon- good sponsors tickets are not for free but they're cheap it's it's only like Oh, they're not cheap. Yeah, dollars or something. They're fairly cheap. Yeah, for for what you get. Yeah, I mean they. So, anyways, yeah. So so they've been they've been doing some big things there. Um, he also has a platform, Nas.io, um, which is an interesting one. We were just chatting a little bit about that. Um, it kind of combines. I, I guess it, I've never actually played with it, but you have, Jan. Um, combines WhatsApp yeah. and a platform, and you know, sort of building a community and also selling digital products, courses, that sort of thing, memberships as well. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. We're all, we're all running around in similar circles, right? Yeah, Courses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Communities, online education. Yeah, those guys are also into that. No, that's good. Um, so was it was it mostly creators or founders or um, people involved in the creator economy? Uh, brand brand people like myself, like who who was uh, in attendance? Yeah, so- so usually like if you go to one of the summits in dubai i feel like i mean it's always a mix but i feel like the events in dubai are more um content focused i mean the mm. people who go there right they want to learn how to become a content creator whereas yeah tel aviv you know startup nation um everybody yeah. is in tech like if you're yeah. not in tech you're not really you're not really playing the game there's right. uh, lots of yeah this uh, participants of this event were very entrepreneurial um Everybody was in tech, and of course, there was also some content creators. But yeah, a big mix, very big tech mix. focused uh, this time. Yeah. Oh, and great. Um, what's um, like one 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 learning, one takeaway that you uh, took away from from the event? Okay, so I was just talking to my business part, partner, yeah. like a few hours ago, and um, I was thinking about this, right? Because usually, when I, I always I usually travel alone, and then by the end of the trip, I you know I give everybody in my network, or you know. People yeah. who are subscribed to the mailing list, like an update with the takeaways. Yeah. And 
Let, let me f let me first ask you this question, Rob. Sure. Um, where, where do you think the the creator economy is? Like, is it going well? Is it going bad? Are creators making more than ever? Are they making less than ever? What, well, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> it's a really good question, Jan. I I think in general it's going well. Um, I think there's starting to be a separation of creators in terms of um, ones that are becoming, um, you know, uh, businesses in terms of like a media company or however you want to put that sort of the next stage yeah. beyond being a creator. I think there's lots of creators, lots and lots of creators. I think tools, lots of platforms. Um, but I think there's a there's a separation between creators now and entrepreneurial creators, creators that are actually making a business, you know, hiring team yeah. members and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where I think it is. Uh, this 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 point where there's a bit of a starting to be a separation amongst the creator, big creator group of people called creators. They're starting to separate. There's a few of them that are starting to separate themselves now. Yeah, so a few years ago, we only had YouTubers, right? People yeah. with a camera in their hand making videos, yeah. and some of them took it to the next level. Yes. Um, you know, like Mr. Beast, like those guys have a, they have a media production company now, right? Yes. And then there is, of course, some of the um, traditional media that move towards YouTube. So those are, I guess, also part of that group, digital media companies, yes. right? And then and so these are like the... Um, uh, well, the bigger companies, and now we have the individual creators. Um, so one one thing that I learned, I mean, I talk to lots of agency owners, I mean, like talent agency owners, right? Yes. So they, they deal with sponsorships and, and creators and like AdSense, yep. deal with these numbers every day. I also talk to some guys, like some of the bigger guys in, in the industry like that do startup investing, they invest in startups in the creator economy, yep. um, you know, who work with like, companies like spotter you know do yep. like big big deals and they basically said can i swear on the podcast i mean i usually don't do so they said i didn't say <laughs> go for it, well, go for it. be yourself everybody, <laughs> they said, everybody is fucked nobody is making as much money as they were last year mm. uh, this is the worst moment in the creator economy since five years um shorts killed everything yeah and um and that's it. And I was surprised to, to hear that because, you know, I run a small group with uh, content creators, smaller. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to call them YouTubers, content creators. These are not like big digital media production companies. Right. 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 And for those guys, things are actually going quite well. Yeah. Um, shorts have helped some of them grow, grow their audience. They've managed to transition some of that or to convert some of their shorts audience into long firm long form um content fans content. or subscribers yep. um you know they're selling they're thinking about ways to diversify from youtube and adsense and sponsorships so they're building courses they're building communities and for those guys things are actually going quite well uh things are going better every year so yeah i was surprised to hear that like if you look at the big players um that for many of them yeah things are actually not going so well not, yeah. not just for big content but also for startups in the industry so i think mm. that was my biggest takeaway i didn't really see that um that that's what you're hearing from the um from the event yeah like from the bigger players right so from the bigger players, who run yeah. talent agencies or who work with um who make investments in, in startups who are active in the industry 
Interesting. Um, interesting. Is it, yeah, is, I think do, I think there's winners and losers, right? Not really? Yeah, I think there's winners and losers, mm-hmm. right? You know, in in all these things, I think um, you know, I look at your um, I look at your roster and the people that you're working with on your website, right? If you guys go to Creators Empire or CreatorEmpires.com, you'll see everything that. Uh, well, mo- some of the things that Jan is working on and his team, but you guys are doing some big things. Obviously, you guys help creators build courses, build memberships. So you're 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 already talking to them about getting away from, um, you know, let's pick one one example here. Ali Abdal, um, you know, everybody knows Ali. I actually got to see him at the Kajabi conference a couple of weeks ago. Uh, him and Angus Parker, uh, great guys. He had a great talk and. Um, Yes, last week I was actually at the ConvertKit conference and, um, you know, listening to the folks there, ConvertKit has a really interesting audience, uh, Jan. Um, A lot of professional creators, they they really dub themselves as professional creators. And so um, I noticed that a lot of them, they obviously have a newsletter, which they are monetizing. Um, through sponsorships, through other things. They use it to sell their courses, their their memberships, things like that. Um, but they also tend to have a podcast because I think Nathan yeah. Barry, who's the, the, the founder of found ConvertKit, yeah. has, a, has a podcast, really strong podcast. So I think they mm-hmm. followed his footsteps. So they have a podcast, typically, newsletter, and then some type of digital product and, and also coaching. Um, yeah. they, they seem to be that group that is really separating themselves and getting away there's very little talk about adsense very little yeah. talk about making money from the tiktok creator fund or instagram real creator <laughs> fund right they're not yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. relying on these platform revenue streams they're building their own you know jay klaus yeah. for example this guy he he's one of the speakers he is, I think, geared towards, he just put a post, I think he's geared towards about $600,000 in revenue this year um, mm. with about 200 or three, maybe 200 members in his community, in in his yeah. paid membership, right? Mm. And so, um, you know, this is, this is sort of the thinking that um, I think there's going to be creators out there if they don't diversify their revenue, you know, working with, you know, experts like yourself to build courses, to build their own products um, outside of the platform, they will unfortunately probably either feel like, hey, this this is not a good business anymore and yeah. and leave the industry or, you know, sort of be late to the party. Right. And uh, guys like Ali, J. Klaus, these guys will already have made their fortunes and, uh, you know, because they're already building these other programs, you yeah. know, so. I mean, I, I think it's really important to mention that. Um so one one of the trends that we've been seeing, I think, is is as you mentioned, right? Newsletters and newsletters is something. I mean, people did that fifteen years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. I have the feeling like it's it's coming back, yeah. right? Like if you look at like Tube Filter or even like Ali Abdal with his how does he call it? Uh, is uh, it Sunday sn- snippets or yeah 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 something like that yeah. Um, and then he has his own podcast and you know, also like when we look at Colin and Samir, they launched their own newsletter, like there's yeah. all the, all these niche newsletters popping uh-huh. up now. And there is a lot of power in that because yes, it's a way to engage with your community. But what many people don't know is that you can actually also monetize those newsletters. That's right. right? That's right. If you have an audience, if you have a hundred thousand people on your list who open your emails, who are interested in what you have to offer, um, in um 
who are interested like in that same niche yeah. who are highly engaged that's worth a lot to advertisers so there's all these ways to diversify and rely less on youtube is building courses building memberships it's speaking gigs um there's so much going yeah, there's on. There's all yeah. these things that you can do, and I, I'm sure that yeah, the, that there was a lot to uh, that the guys at the conference where you were. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's, there's lots of things. There, to, there's to lots. Learn from, yeah, to learn from that. I mean, yeah, even the newsletters are so old, but it's it's sort of having this new version. You know, Substack, ConvertKit. ConvertKit does this thing, and this is not a sponsored <laughs> episode by ConvertKit. I feel like we're talking so much, but um, they launched this thing where they uh, called the Creator Network, so that if I subscribe to your newsletter, Jan, mm -hmm. after it'll say, "Hey, you may all," there's a pop up that'll say, "Hey, you may also want to subscribe to Colin and Samir no, Ali Abdul." So cool. now these creators are, you know, five x, ten xing their new subscribers, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like, hey, yeah. if Ali subscribes to somebody subscribes to ali's newsletter he will then may recommend your newsletter my newsletter some other newsletter vice versa so now we're cross-pollinating all of our lists right very organically yeah um cool. also they are doing programmatic ads uh creator network uh they um convert kit just purchased they announced that they acquired this company called spark loops and so now you can put programmatic ads in your newsletter um, and so brands can sponsor any newsletter. Say, I want to sponsor newsletters that are talking about health and wellness. Um, and ConvertKit will be part of that transaction, but oh, will place your ads yeah. in in all the footers or somewhere in all the newsletters. You know, I want to say, I want to, I want to get you know fifty thousand impressions um, on my ads in your network of health and wellness newsletters. Done. Like that's part of it. Um, and then they're also yeah. doing sponsorships now and they're facilitating sponsorships of the newsletter. So, you know, again, those are things that it's not going to be a full time business for somebody, but it starts to add up with your multiple revenue streams. Right. If you're thinking smart. Yeah. Right. Because then from the newsletter, yes, then your actual newsletter can then, of course, um, nurture your own list to purchase your courses, to purchase your memberships. But by the time that happens, you've already monetized your newsletter a little bit, right? Um, you know, through these other other revenue streams. So yeah, it's, uh, it's a very interesting. The other thing that I heard, I think you'll enjoy is that, um, you know, somebody said, and I wrote it down because it made so much sense to me, the value of content is going down, but the value of this experience um, you know, this this experience of transformation, you know, this experience with a community connection, that mm -hmm. value of that stuff is going up, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's it's interesting that we're kind of in that space. But that's uh, that's the latest. So, okay, so you're in Tel Aviv um, and now you're back home, back to work. Yeah, now I'm back home, back to work. <laughs> I'm really thinking, you know, because I asked like one of the, one of the bigger guys at the event, works with the startups and with with lots of big youtube channels um i said so what's the solution what's the solution to all of this yeah, okay yeah. adsense is going down mm -hmm. um shorts are killing everything what's the solution and he didn't really know so i'm trying to answer that question and i guess that's what we're trying to do together here today um yeah. really diversifying away and the, i i do think that it's much easier if you have an educational youtube channel right so if you're watching mm. somebody like ali abdal or thomas frank or uh you know, channel where you learn how to play the guitar, how to learn a foreign language, how to do YouTube, how to 
uh, how to work out, right. like fitness. Like I think these channels are pro are quite easy to monetize off of the platform hmm. by offering memberships, courses, and newsletter. I think it's more difficult with entertainment-driven channels. All right. So if you right. look at if you look at now, I need to come up with a good example off the top of my head, right? Um, like a like a Mr. Beast, right? It's a little harder. Yeah, he's a, well, he's an exception because he's so big, right? He's so yeah, yeah. He big. would like he, he would got do all the attention. Yeah. Like if if he only had a million subscribers, yeah. Good luck. Only right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, you can sell merch. Everybody can yeah. sell merch, right? But you're not gonna make much money of that. What else can you sell in that situation? Um, can you start a newsletter? About what? It's not really. A, so I, I think that entertainment is it's much harder to much harder to monetize. I'm not really sure what the best way is to to do that. Maybe just become so big that eventually you can charge a lot for sponsorship deals and you can yeah. launch your own franchise restaurant, but yeah, I haven't really yeah. thought of that. Yeah, there's some other ways that you, you would need to monetize it. I mean yeah, I mean, I guess that, that kind of brings me to the one of the questions I wanted to ask you today and kind of, uh, you know, discuss is how do you see, okay, even educational ed educational creators or creators that have some type of educational bend, um, how, would you, how would you now describe courses versus memberships in, in your world? Because, yeah. I mean, this is your world, right? Creator empires. How yeah. do you guys describe that or or decide between which two mm. or the combination or blend of these yeah. two types of models yeah so we talked about this a bit on the um the interview on the episode where i interviewed you on on my podcast that's right, right? that's right that's right on this um podcast. i th i think i'm not really sure what we said there but i think if you ask me the question now i have to answer the question i think the first question is that i would ask myself is what is the best vehicle or what is the best way mm. to deliver to transform the information yeah. right i think if you try to come up with an example here right so example Xiaoma, right this white guy shocks white guy speaks chinese <laughs> shocks chinatown that guy ari smith um name of his channel is, is Xiaoma, six million subscribers uh, we have been working together for years um, what people want to learn so for people who don't know him he, he learns a language in only a few weeks and he goes out there in the streets of New York and then he surprises uh, native speakers with his language skills right a few weeks ago he went to my, you should watch that video that was really crazy he went to the, uh, the Amazon in Ecuador and he took like a boat he, they drove down the river for like 12 hours and then they ended up in this in this village um, it was like a tribe's village. Um, it was like a few hundred people living there from a certain tribe. I don't remember the name. Um, and that tribe was only discovered like 40, 40 years ago. And he learned the language of that tribe. Wow. So, of course, they were shocked. And then, and then he went hunting with, with them <laughs> naked because they, <laughs> they go hunting naked. Um, on his bare feet, so he was running through the jungle on his bare feet, completely naked. Wow! Um, hunting monkeys with um, a, how do you call it? Like a blowpipe? I'm not sure what it's called. Crazy yeah, yeah, it was stuff. like the, the the arrow with the sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah with exactly. the straw kind so, of thing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then 
so people want to know how do, how the hell does he learn these languages right so he has like yeah. this big this big secret okay my method so i think if you have a a secret or a system mm. i think the best way to sell it is in the form of a one-off course um to begin with right so we right, see that right. with most of courses that are like high ticket like here's how you start here's how you start an online business here's how you launch a youtube channel um here's how to learn a foreign language in this right. course you're going to learn the basics on how to play the guitar like i think whenever you're selling a system or a secret i still do think that i do still think that the best way to sell that is in the form of a one-off course yeah. however people learn the secret and then they need to practice right right because that's the only way to become good and you need accountability so i think if you're selling if you're so amy wong for example right biggest youtuber in hong kong um has a workout channel she does home workouts fitness right all the information is already available for free all her workouts are available for free on her, cha on her channel right so right. what what are you going to sell people already have the information the only thing they need is the implementation right and fitness right. basically comes down to accountability like right. are you doing your workouts do you have any questions staying motivated so i think in that case selling a membership a membership community is actually a really good way to um, provide more value to your audience so one of courses if you have a big secret or a information mm -hmm. um if it's just the implementation i think memberships work best it can yeah. also be a combination of the two right so first you sell a course on on how to day trade how to day trade the stock market right high ticket course right because you're teaching a money-making skill a few thousand dollars yep and then after you finish the course you actually need to well you need to trade by yourself and maybe you have questions or you need some support and you want to know what other people uh, I'm making that day trades. Um, so yeah, for those things, I think a combination of the two is, is really good. First, we teach you how to how to do. The, f first, we teach you the skill, and then we're gonna we're gonna help you getting better at it by um, offering this this community where you're gonna get support, uh, accountability, while we answer your questions. And also people just want to be with and, and talk to like-minded people, right? I mean, that's the yeah. reason why we go to all these conferences. That's right. So I think, I think there is a world for both. Um, Rob, I know this is a very long answer to your question, but I'm not finished yet. Is that okay? No, that's good. Keep going. <laughs> this, is, this is great. This, this is so good for me to know. <laughs> so so the first question saying, is, man. what is... Yeah, all right. So the, the first question was, what is the best way for me to transfer... To transf to transfer the information that I have, right? Um, and then the second question is, what do I want to build? What business do I want to build, right? And I think this is a question that's often forgotten. Um, I have worked with creators. English with Vanessa is an example. Back in the day, she had like 4 million subscribers, uh, basically a channel for people who want to learn English, right? I, I think right. she has four or five, I don't even know. Um, she started a membership many years ago and it was going very well. She was making tons of money with that. But then she got kids. She got a first kid and then a second kid and then she got really busy. And then she sent me a message, Jan, um, things are going well, but I'm running this membership because people always told me to, to start a membership because that's how you make recurring revenue. 
but actually I'm getting tired of it because I feel like I'm stuck on a hamster wheel. I need to keep pushing out content all the time. Um, this is no longer a business model that I want to commit to. Can we turn this thing into, can we turn like all that membership content that I have and turn it into a one-off course or multiple one-off courses? I said, well, we can try. <laughs> so we, we, we did that like step by step. We, we shut down the membership and we, we basically, we, we did a big turnaround, right? Um, and yeah, we build a business where, where she only has one-off courses now. And the good thing is, is that she's working, uh, I have some numbers somewhere, we wrote a case study about it, but she's she was basically working six times less and she ended up making more money, right? So mm. I think there is a world for both, but I think a really important question is what is the business that you want that you want to build? Um, because that's something people often forget. I do think so, and this is the last point. I do think that yeah. there is that there is a trend here. I do think that communities are becoming more and more important. Hmm. And if you look at like where we're coming from, we started like if you look at like the online information business models. Um, yeah. It started with, with emails and then people start selling PDS and then it became a digital course and then it became a digital course with a Facebook group. Right. Right. And I, I think like the community aspect is becoming more and more important because the big companies know, they already know this, including, well, probably Uscreen, but also like ConvertKit and Teachables. And if you look at the competition, like everybody, all these companies are building their own communities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're, they're, they're running events. Um, right. both digital but also in person uh, they're starting newsletters because they know that once they have the community and they have the trust and once they have the trust they can sell whatever they want right? that's so that's the case for the big companies but also for us as individual creators so I think there's lots of pros and cons for both mm. models and, um, but yeah don't forget to ask yourself in here what the business is that you want to build this was a really long answer no, I love it. That's really good. That's great. That's a great answer. I think it's really insightful to hear from somebody like you because this is your world. You know, you help these mega, mega big, big influencers, some of the biggest uh, out there to uh, to build their their courses and memberships. And so I'm just really, I was very curious, genuinely, what you thought of that. So I guess in your mind, like, obviously, courses are not dead. They're just different now. They're a little bit different now. Like, when I first started um, in this industry, I was at Thinkific. <clears throat> um, community was not a big deal. Like we had a community, but most people, you know, they sold their courses. Here's my course on demand. When you're done, great, you know, great, yeah. thank you. Here's a congratulation email with a call to action to go and take the, you know, 201 course, the the, the next yeah. the next level of the course, right? Um, next level yeah. of the program. Maybe, or maybe upsell you to my, you know, high ticket coaching or... So whatever you know yeah. inner circle I, I think another another aspect here that we shouldn't forget is that back in the day we didn't really have content creators right we had big, big blogs we had that but then we also had lots of guys actually we still have lots of guys who are, who are running paid ads right, right? and if you're mm -hmm. running paid traffic you want to make your money back soon because if not then right. you, you cannot you, you right. want to sell something expensive in the front end. Maybe mm. it's a $7 course. Mm -hmm. Then the next offer is usually more expensive yeah. because you need that money to, to then right. reinvest and, and keep running your ads. <clears throat> yep. Right? 
So I, I, I think it all depends. Like if you're doing paid ads, I would definitely recommend to, to get your money up front. Um, if you are a YouTuber and you have some cash and you have organic traffic, then I think charging a high, high ticket product up front or a mid range ticket up front is less important. So there's so many, there's so many factors. There's so many uh, models to play, right? Yeah, I mean, you do the paid ads game. You stop running ads. If you run the paid ads for acquisition, you need to have something to, yes, sell them to, you know, $7. Uh, a $7 sale is not going to pay for the ad. You're not even going to break even. So you yeah. do need to get them to the $7 uh, program or product, whatever that is, um, mm -hmm. and then be able to upsell them to the $300 or $500 course to make yeah. your money back, right? In most cases, yeah. right? In, in terms exactly. of click-through rates and everything, you know, your ad spend, you need to at You least can also do a membership, of course, but then it's going to take much to longer to get yeah. your money back, right? And then you're right. going to run That's out right. of money and you can't, you can't keep right. running your ads. And you're spending money. Yeah, and you, you need to spend money to run that membership each month, right? Even if you say like, you know, lifetime value is 12 months at $50, that's $600. Um, you probably spent at least a few hundred bucks to, you know, manage the community and all that stuff per member, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting model. Um, yeah. What have so, you, what have you typically, have you typically done the ads in the beginning or do you, do you typically uh, advise running ads once the whole thing is yeah, developed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so th again, this depends on your strategy, right? And what your right, strengths right. are. Like if you are, if you are a, a diehard marketer yeah. and you want to make money online, then I would do, I would go down <laughs> the, uh, the click, the click funnels route, right? Which is right. basically <laughs> you create a product, you run ads, you test lots of different ads, you increase, mm -hmm. you, you improve the products and you see, you try out different offers yeah. and, um, you, you build your business on, yeah, on, on paid traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, I, th I mean, that's not the game that we are playing. It's a game that I, that I used to play any, many years ago. It's not the game I'm playing anymore because, again, we're right. working with content creators who already have an audience. Right. 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 So I think in that case, you can still run ads, but I wouldn't start with that. I would first make sure that you have a good product. Yeah. A product that's really good and that people really like and that you have good testimonials. Mm -hmm. And then once you've done that, once you've done the research and you have created a good course, people are happy about it. They want more. Uh, once you have all that validation, I think then you can run ads as kind of a way to add petrol to the fire. Um, at least run some retargeting ads, right? So run ads to people who have either checked out your website or mm -hmm. your sales page or yeah. people who are subscribed to your YouTube channel or who have liked your, your Instagram or Facebook page. That, that works almost in, in any case. All the time, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that works almost all the time. Um, and then on top of that, like if that works, you can also try to target colder audiences, right? Which is a yeah. bit more tricky. But yeah, yeah I, 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 would, I wouldn't start with that for sure. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good advice. Um, what, what would you advise for a creator that is not doing a membership? They're doing courses only. Um, yeah. And so they have to create, keep creating new courses. Mm -hmm. uh, because they sell to somebody now that now okay great that person is really happy they want to buy something else yeah, yeah. they don't have a membership yeah. to plug into which I personally think is probably the 
the better way to go but um yeah. but then they or so now they either have to uh trade time for money through coaching which most of them yeah. don't want to do um yeah. or they have to build another course so yeah do you find people still like really happy with that model or are they saying i don't want to build one-off courses anymore i'll build okay. one I big course to attract and then i want to create something more recurring or i want to do like high ticket coaching and work with 10 clients at you know five thousand dollars a month you know kind of thing yeah so the question the question here is like how do you how do you design your your, your course ecosystem right 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 okay um this is a, a good question right and this is a question that we think about a lot and i think it really depends on the niche so i'm, I'm going to give yeah. you some examples right yeah, yeah, yeah so if you're teaching you're teaching do you speak any foreign languages? Any Tagalog in the, Tagalog. In the family? Yeah, yeah, Tagalog, yeah. You yeah, speak yeah. that? I do, yeah. yeah. Sal Sal Salamat. Salamat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is that, that's high, right? Okay, that's, uh, thank you, that's thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Kamusta, <laughs> kamusta is hello. <laughs> okay, 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 kamusta. It's like okay, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's say you're teaching Talago, uh, Talag. Tagalog, Tagalog. Tagalog, okay, okay, okay. Um, then often what you don't want to do is create one big course like mm. if you're going to university to study i don't know to get your master in, in arabic like right. they're not going to teach you everything in one semester right right it's too it's too much information instead mm. you learn things level by level right? so in language learning is like a one level that's like complete beginner level right and then you have upper beginner a2 you have all these levels so in the world of language learning it makes sense to to sell language uh, sorry level specific courses hmm. right so you start with a beginner course because 80 percent of the people who follow you depends on your audience most of the time 80 percent are beginners start with a1 course and then the best way to grow your business is by doing more of what's working to sell right. more to existing customers right hmm. so you give them an a2 course and a b1 course and a two and a b2 course hmm. until you know, like C1, that's like where people are fluent until you have reached that. And then you can do other tricks like, okay, now I have these general language courses. And now I can run like monthly. It doesn't have to be a membership. It can also right. be monthly challenges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. For example, this month in January, we're going to master the past tense. Right. And then the next month, we're going to master the future tense. And mm. then depending on the language, right? Each language has these these um uh, these pain points these things that are really difficult right. to, to learn like in spanish this could be verbs for example like verb endings or irregular verbs mm. um so i'm i'm a really big fan of of that model rather than a membership because you can sell a monthly challenge much for a much higher price than a membership because a membership right. is just a, that of course depends on how you sell it right right but Usually, like when you sell a challenge, a one-month challenge, there is a specific end goal, right? An right, end result right. that you get after the 30 days, right. which makes the offer more valuable. Um, mm, on top of that, if you sell a challenge, you can run that for a month, and then you can say, okay, that's it. Now I'm going to stop. If you have a membership, you need, depending on what your promise is, of course, you need to keep creating content keep all the time. Content. Yeah. Um, so, so that that's that, that could good. be a good hybrid solution in between, right? Yeah. It's it's not really a. I mean, it's a course, yeah, and it's almost a membership at the same time. But you don't commit to, um, 
ongoing. Yeah, you do not really, yeah, you do, do some, you that's don't good. really commit to something ongoing. That said, that's for language learning. If right. it's for, if it's for fitness, I still think that memberships are a great model because workouts do not really change. Yeah. Um, you get in shape and you need to stay in shape. Right. Um, I think the same thing for, so one of my good friends has a, an academy where he teaches people in the Netherlands, actually, he does it in the, in the Dutch language, how mm. to day trade the stock market, right? And yeah. he has this huge community and everybody's really happy with it. He has very good testimonials. Um, and yeah, basically every afternoon they come together and they, they trade stocks <laughs> and they share like the, what they're doing. And nice. apparently that's a really good model for, for that niche. So yeah, I think it all depends on the niche. It all depends on the business that you want to build. Um, yeah. Like what we do at Creator Empires, uh, we also run a community for content creators who sell courses, right? It's mm -hmm. very small. Mm -hmm. um, 25 people in it, they all have a significant audience and are all doing at least six figures per year in courses, some of them seven. Nice. Um, you know, we are not, we are not, we could also sell courses and run ads. We, we don't want to do that because it's yeah. not the business that we want to build. Yeah. We want to, I, I, I like running uh, digital events and, and person, in-person events. Um, and yeah, I think that our members also appreciate this, this format. So yeah, I can't, I can't tell you what's better. It just yeah. depends on so many things. Hopefully the listener gets an idea of what could work best for them. Exactly. After hearing about all these examples. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, if you're listening, hopefully you're, there's not one right model. It really depends on you and what you prefer, what kind of lifestyle you want to have. And you can be successful in many different models. Uh, Jan has shared a couple of them and, and you can do really well in, in any of those models if you do it well, you know. Um, but yeah, this has been really good. I was I would just take a quick look at the time, Jan, and I asked you for like 20 minutes and I always do this almost every interview. We're almost at 40 minutes, I'm sure, like probably over. Um, but um, but yeah, I wanted to just, uh, let's let I want to wrap it up. I think uh, you need to definitely come back because there's so much that you guys are working on, so much knowledge that you have that, you know, because we talk about memberships and courses and, and different revenue streams on, on this podcast. And we definitely need to get, get you back on again. Um, before you run, though, if there's anybody that wants to work with you, anybody that wants to start, you know, they've, they've got a good following, but they want to monetize that through courses or memberships. What's the best way to connect with you and just um, everything that you're doing? Yeah, just go to creatorempires.com to get an idea of what we do. And there okay. is a button there. I think it says, like, let's talk. Um, send us a message there. So, so far, and this is a little announcement actually. Um, yeah. Like we've only been working with, like so far we've only taken on clients that have the potential that to do over a million dollars per year in revenue in their course business, right? Yep. Um, we get quite a few requests every now and then and we always have to say no. What we're gonna, we, we're gonna run an experiment. We're gonna take on some of the and by the way, that's a, a partnership model, right? Where we, yep. It's like an equity deal where we get like a, a revenue share at least for a year. Um, yep. It's a very high barrier to entry. Like it scares off lots of people, hmm. right? Because it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a commitment. And then also there's lots of people out there, creators out there that already have a course business, right? So then the revenue share model doesn't really work because now what? They need to give up a share of their revenue of a business right. that they of the revenue that they have already built or of the, the business that they have already built. So we are open to talk about like 
consultation consultation packages where we help them at least double their revenue or let's say grow their revenue by at least 50 percent in wow. like a three-month program or something of course that's only something that we can sell if we actually think that we can do it right so first going to take a look at your profile your existing sales systems and if we think that's something that we can do then we can also make you an offer in the form of like um, a one-off a one-off consultation fee um, so yeah no just reach out and then we we will have a chat yeah um, and see if we can help and see what's the best fit right perfect so I'll, I'll put yeah. the the link to creatorempires.com creatorempires.com uh, also connect with Jan on LinkedIn it's a great place you know he's also sharing over there and and then you guys also have your podcast on all the platforms right called creator smarts podcast um, yeah. that's a that's a really good podcast I would I suggest you listen to episode 175 it's a good one <laughs> it's the one that I was on um, and uh, and then of course Jan is also on Instagram if you want to see all the fun pictures behind the scenes um, of all the things that Jan is doing so uh, Jan thank you so much for hanging out with me man appreciate it um, thanks Rob yeah, I know you're a busy man so yeah thanks for hanging out with me and I will put all the links in the show notes we'll see you in the next episode